quite a few. For the first one, I'm going to just re read three of them together because it's more or less on the same topic and then throw it open to the panel. Um, David Shamash asked, what are the future prospects for peace in the Middle East, taking into account Israel's military action in Gaza and the threats from Iran? Jeffrey Rose asked, what advice would members of the panel give in relation to the peace process to Israel's incoming prime minister next week, whoever that may be? And Robert Weiner <coughs> asked, with the recent war, it was in, he observed, it was interesting to see the tacit support of Arab states for Israel, albeit based on their fear of Iran, further spreading its view of Islam across the entire Middle East. Does the panel think Iran will change its stance on Israel being whacked off the face of the map and that Hezbollah and Hamas will follow, or that further, more serious conflict is inevitable? And how or will, will the Arab world split further evolve. Okay, Jeffrey, would you like to open up with a response to that collection? Gosh. Um, I'm actually optimistic about peace uh, in the Middle East, uh, somewhat narrowly defined. Um, several things struck me about the recent uh, Israeli action in Gaza. The first was the uh, highly critical and indeed, since the war ended, hopefully has ended, the increasingly highly critical uh, view, views of uh, Hamas and its Iranian masters coming from moderate Arab states. Uh, secondly, um, uh, and this is why I'm, I'm, Gerald, I'm a little hesitant to take too long a view, um, except I think for two minor incidents Israel's northern frontier was peaceful. And I recall after the Hezbollah war in 2006, which many instant historians at the time said was a defeat for Israel, it was a debacle, a disaster, I wrote a JC column in which I said, just wait. Uh, uh, the fact of the matter is that Hezbollah on the uh, Syrian and Lebanese, the Lebanese border with Israel uh, were extremely vocal in their support of Hamas in Gaza but did precisely nothing. The calls from Hamas and from Tehran to open up a second front which God forbid would have been a, 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 a major headache for Israel, those calls went unheeded. So I think there is beginning to dawn amongst moderate Arab communities, certain facts on the ground, certain geopolitical facts that have to be accommodated. However, the flying the ointment, the cloud in the sil around the silver lining, uh, is Iran. Iran is a rogue state, extremely unstable. Uh, President Ahmadinejad is uh, uh, not at all popular at home. He's had to bolster his popularity in the last few days by launching a missile. But if you read, uh, follow the Iranian media, you will see how critical Iranian opinion is of him. Now, in a democracy, that would be a good thing. But of course, Iran is not a democracy. It is a fully-fledged theocracy. Uh, 
after the elections in Israel next week, unless there is some banana skin that none of us have seen, the probability is that Benjamin Netanyahu will be Prime Minister. Uh, I am not an unadulterated fan of Likud or of Benjamin Netanyahu, but I think probably in the circumstances of the Iranian dimension to this, it's as well to have a strong man uh, leading Israel, not a weak man or woman. Thank you. Okay. Jonathan. You look nice. I thought you were giving me a round of applause before I'd even started. I Don't be shy. I should, I should quit shy. while I'm ahead. Um, I always like to be the optimist in these sort of situations, and ultimately I am an optimist in the sense that uh, I believe uh, that this conflict can be solved. I don't believe, which I think some people often do, 